everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. This idea of soul care and leader care is not just a hobby. It's not something where we say one of these days when we've got extra margin, we've got to deal with this. No, soul care is in a place where it is the thing because everything cascades from it. Stephen Chavijan. I believe in caring for my soul. I also know I need help in doing that. For me, that means seeing a spiritual director, involvement in a church, finding a variety of spiritual practices that help me grow closer to God, and meaningful involvement in a ministry. I find it interesting that even though I believe in soul care and know what I need to do, I still find myself on any given day to be what Richard Rohr calls a very awkward steward of my own soul. Awkward might be too kind of a descriptor. It's good to be honest about such things. Rumble 2. I'm not a Swifty. I can't even name one of her songs. I know this much. Taylor Swift is selling out stadiums wherever she goes, and she gives her fans everything she's got at every concert. Wherever she goes, she's making very, very generous donations to food banks, and she just gave huge bonuses, $100,000 each, to the drivers of the trucks who bring all the backdrops, staging, costumes, and assorted other things to each venue. It's one thing to be insanely talented, it's quite another thing to be so generous, to give her fans night in and night out your very best, to notice and handsomely reward the grunt workers on the tour, to care about those on the margins of life, and to lavishly bless those organizations who help feed them is crazy good. Bravo. I don't have Swift's wealth, neither do you, but we all have some time talent, and treasure, which needs to be invested wisely. The result will be a better world. Rumble 3. When we Christians become convinced that only we know the truth, that anyone who opposes us is on the side of evil and things will only get better if we are in charge of all positions of power, that is when we know we are no longer worshiping God. We are worshiping ourselves. Reverend Benjamin Kremer. He's right. It's a form of idolatry. Rumble 4. 
I find it disturbing that so many threats to democracy in our country and around the globe can be traced to religious fundamentalists who maintain they are only doing what God wants. I think they are delusional more often than not. I think they do what they want to and then insist it's a response to a direct message from God. Rumble 5. In the federal case against Donald Trump being heard in Washington, D.C., Judge Tanya Chutkin cautioned the ex-president and his legal team to take special care in your public statements about this case. I will take whatever measures are necessary to safeguard the integrity of these proceedings. I will not tolerate a carnival atmosphere. She knows what she's up against, and she's basically telling them that if they show up in a clown car after having done clownish things and start to do even more clown stuff in her courtroom, she will hold them accountable. In other words, she'll stick them in a corner for a timeout and then ground them if they continue to act like petulant, immature children. She's particularly concerned that they will intimidate witnesses and taint the jury pool. Ain't that something? Rumble 6. MLK Jr. said, Oh, the worst of all tragedies is not to die young, but to live until 75 and yet not ever truly to have lived. Thomas Keating wrote that his growth in the spiritual life was spurred on in good part by the knowledge that I am screwed up and I need a savior. Suzanne Stabile recommends asking the question, Lord, what's mine to do today? Our job is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. That is not our business, and in fact, it is nobody's business. What we are asked to do is to love, and this love itself will render both ourselves and our neighbors worthy. Thomas Merton Rumble 7 I'm reminded of JFK's inaugural speech in 1961, in which he challenged the people of our nation to ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. It was a call to care, to look for the common good, to build up and not tear down. It was a rallying cry, challenging us to be active participants in our democracy. Do we have both the heart and the will to accept that challenge today? I hope so. I was 10 years old when I heard that inaugural address. It grabbed me then, and it still does. I'm a sucker for great oratory. There's something about really good content coupled with a great delivery that stirs something deep inside me. In a world addicted to sound bites, great oratory that stirs our hearts isn't deemed to be all that important. It's a big loss for our country. Rumble 8. Question. Why would a multi-billionaire need your money to pay his legal bills and what would possibly motivate someone to give their money to him? Answer. Someone like that believes that a sucker is born every minute. He doesn't need your dollars, but he's thinking, why spend my own money when you're willing to give me yours? When greed meets gullibility, con men start licking their chops. Game on. 
Rumble 9, as seen on a t-shirt, equal rights for others doesn't mean fewer rights for you. It's not a pie. That'll preach. Rumble 10. As I try to cover the news tonight, I am struck by how completely the Republican Party, which began in the 1950s as a noble endeavor to keep the United States government intact and to rebuild it to work for ordinary people, has developed into a group of chaos agents feeding voters a fantasy world. Heather Cox Richardson. When someone of her character and level of scholarship says something like this, I make it a point to pay attention. I think we all should. <laughs>